You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. Interoperability approaches, standards and digital health ecosystem will be some of the topics Dr Evelyn Havenga will address at the World Hospital Congress. She joins us to talk about transforming information into intelligence. So Evelyn, what will your presentation cover at the Congress? Well, I'm going to be talking about the interoperability approaches and the need for adopting standards and what a digital health ecosystem is all about and the various relationships and impacts of actually adopting and having a plan for a digital health ecosystem nationally. Where does nursing informatics sit in the current climate? Well, nursing informatics is not sitting very well in Australia anyway, um, because first of all, the, uh, the nurse, we've, we've got a chief nursing information officers group now because the hospitals that are implementing major uh, enterprise-based electronic medical record systems are appointing nurses to be the conduit between the nursing profession and the IT project people that are implementing the systems. And most of these nurses are very experienced senior nurses, but they know very little about informatics. And therefore, they don't know really how to communicate and how to identify what the possibilities are with the existing systems. And nor have they got any specific agreed plan of exactly how we want to ensure from a professional point of view that the nursing information needs are actually being met, how to ensure that the systems can in fact uh, support the nursing profession and provide evidence about the contribution that nurses make to healthcare generally. So that's um, a major advance and we need to ensure that the terminology standards that are currently in the system also use nursing terminology standards. The problem with that is that most nurses don't understand they even exist, um, so they're not using it at the moment. So there's a lot of education that's needed to really maximise the use of the systems um, for nursing. And what national strategies are currently in place? Well, we have a national strategy for the uh, My Health Record, um, and but that's not a strategy for a digital national digital health ecosystem so it's just a one-off and although the strategy i don't know it's not really uh, appropriate in my view and that means that you know everybody is just doing their own thing in within each state so there's a lot of reinventing the wheel there is um, not necessarily a lot of collaboration i think the collaboration is improving in some areas Um, And the other problem that I see is that the expertise that we have in Australia is not really being listened to. Um, So to me, that's a major issue. And and it's primarily because the people who are making all the decisions, like at the enterprise level and at the government level, don't seem to appreciate the um, major sort of initiatives that have been undertaken internationally in terms of standards development, etc. So the strategy doesn't include anything about mandating any particular standard or architecture for any of the systems that are being implemented. 
So as a consequence of that, we will have a hodgepodge of systems that are not going to be um, connecting very well or or able to really share information so that we can maximise the use of using these technologies. So what does it mean if healthcare organisations continue to rely on the use of silos of data? Well, it just means that every everybody has got a much smaller sample of data to work with. And in the health industry, it's really important to have clinical data available from large samples in a very timely manner um, so that people can actually start making use of real-time data for decision-making and also get evidence about current practices of, of care in terms of patient outcomes and learn from those experiences. So uh, it means that if we've got silos, those the data just can't be connected and made good use of. We can't automate a whole lot of routine reporting or performance monitoring and so on. And we continue to have very costly systems as a consequence, lots of fragmentation, uh, etc. How can technology help nurses overcome obstacles? Well, the... Um, the technology is there, but it can only help if we have a, a shared view of where we want to be, what the vision is. The architecture is set up accordingly, that we have a, a national strategy from a professional point of view. Uh, and I guess that's what the, the nursing profession is now starting to work on. Um, we do have a uh, national um, informatics association that's part of HISA group, of a group of interest nurses who are interested in nursing informatics to really be promoting it. Um, and yeah, we really need to make sure that nurses are educated accordingly. So we've been successful in actually um, um, being granted a um, the opportunity to host an international nursing informatics conference in Brisbane in uh, I think it's 2019, uh, and hopefully when we get um, more nurses involved and in participating and learning about what's going on elsewhere, we can learn a lot from uh, nurses uh, around the globe who have been making use of the technology for a very long time. I've been involved in this now for about 30 years, and I've been I've had the privilege of actually working with all the movers and shakers and the people who are doing all the research in terms of um, making the most of the technologies that are available. So the technologies are constantly changing. So it's a continuous um, need to um, be, be learning about all these new opportunities that we can make really good use of. What privacy issues does technology pose? Well, it's not the technology that has the privacy issues. I think it's the legislation, it's the people who make decisions, it's the people who design systems, it's the people who don't uh, comply with the standards that are in fact available uh, to actually minimise the privacy issues. Obviously, privacy, we no longer have privacy because of the technologies around and most people don't seem to be too fussed about it. But the biggest issue that I think we need to address is that we don't have a huge database such as the Facebook database or the My Health Record database. We need to have distributed databases that's far more um, appropriate in terms of managing a lot of these privacy issues. 
So it's not the technology, I don't believe. It's how people are actually using the technologies that is the biggest issue. How do you maximise... <clears throat> How do you maximise connectivity and data sharing while reducing cost? Well, the maximising of the connectivity is that you actually start adopting an open platform so that's readily available, that you have a standard platform that everybody can make use of so that it's not going to be vendor dependent because at the moment people who are... Um, engaging and, and buying and loss and making use of systems that are uh, proprietary, they don't have any access to the, the source code, for example, to be able to do things. This is changing to some extent because the, um, these software developers are actually making available open sort of application program interfaces, APIs, to do that connectivity. But again, if we don't have data standards, for example, and, and um, standard clinical models to really uh, maximise all of that, um, we, we need to have vendor neutral databases and data repositories so that we can maximise the use of all of that. So by having an open platform, and in particular, I've been promoting the open EHR specifications in particular because it's a two-level modelling approach that provides an openly available platform and it, it enables clinical modelling so that none of the data is actually hard-coded and that maximises the connectivity uh, and the data sharing opportunities and ultimately that once we have those sort of systems set up then we're going to be able to um, automate a whole lot of routine type stuff and as well as performance uh, monitoring as well as managing the research and clinical trials and all of those sort of things for example so there's a lot of benefit to be able to to really make use of that and it is and this was actually developed by Australians although it's being managed through the Open EHR Foundation uh, at the University College of London uh, and we've been working on that for 20 plus years, uh, but it is being adopted now by the NHS in the UK, uh, all the Scandinavian countries. Uh, a lot of work is is going on in China uh, with with these technologies. In Japan, Brazil has adopted it, so it's now get, gathering momentum. There are some applications in Australia, but we need to do far more with that. And I think that once we have a, um, a greater sort of um, sample of people who've actually connected these systems so that we can have, we can really be demonstrating then the value of connecting and using open platforms and clinical modelling approach. Okay, thank you for your time, Evelyn. Okay, you're welcome.